The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham. Well, they've been here. I haven't. How's it going? Good. How are you? Uh, good. Maya Preddy. Daniel Yoon. Mm-hmm. Bring your skateboard? I did not actually. You know what? I'm getting ready to You're go to dodgeball today. Oh, These are dodgeball ball pads. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, oh. I, I yeah. didn't realize <laughs> they're cloth pads. <laughs> like maybe, you had to wear them in here? Like, well, okay, so I have a game at seven, and last week when I did this, I missed the first half. Oh. So I just gotta be like one hundred percent ready this time. All and right. be geared yeah. up. What position okay. do you play in dodgeball? Sometimes guard, but if it's a pretty competitive game, usually I'll leave it to the better player. What? There are positions in dodgeball? I didn't know this. I was like, the one that stands at the line. I'm a shooter. (laughs) Don't you stand in a circle? Uh, No. (laughs) Stand in two lines. We played. (laughs) Did you play the one where one went in the middle? Yes. That's a horrible game. Yeah, you don't want to play that version. That's not the version? No. And Dan plays the version where you're allowed to hit people in the face. Yeah, what is that? That's part of it. Can we come? What about below you the belt? Want. Is that Everyone a should have got it. Just hit him in the face. Because clearly no, we okay. don't know what goes on. Well, I'm in the middle. For the groin if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so in the you... middle of the circle. And so that's... I see you're wearing knee protection, but do you protect the other assets? No, you know, I uh, I play fast and loose, right? I'm a dangerous guy. <laughs> Austin Danger Powers. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. So many wow. visuals I need. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. So everything's good? Yeah. Life's good. Winnipeg is the crime capital of Canada. Woohoo! That part's Woof. not so good. That part is disappointing. One. You were robbed, right? Recently? I was. How's that? Luckily, going? I didn't like. I wasn't in the room when it happened because um, I'd be terrified. Right. Um, How much did they get? Too much. My laptop, my car keys, both sets because I'm an idiot. My fault. Uh, my day timer, money, my server belt. Wow. Yeah. Oh, your ID. Your ID. No, luckily, uh, just my driver's license um, so, and so, my health card. So Credit Aid, helping Manitobans get out of debt since 1992, visit creditaid.ca, call 204-987-6890. Uh, it's our question today. Do you feel less safe in the city these days? Here's your choices. I feel less safe. I feel about the same. I actually feel more safe. How would you answer that, Amy? I feel about the same, Yeah, uh, which is not very safe. <laughs> um, I haven't ever felt safe at night in this city. Um, I have lived in Vancouver and with Vancouver, of course, um, if anybody's been there, we have the East and West Hastings, which Uh is a lot of drugs and a lot of homeless, but I actually feel safer walking in Vancouver at night on, on the streets because they're so busy. Whereas in Winnipeg, can kind of get quiet and a little creepy. So I, I definitely don't really walk around by myself at night. That's just always been my rule, um, which is unfortunate. It is a little bit sad, but I don't, I don't feel safe at night walking around, especially in the downtown area. So, and you live in a neighborhood uh, in, in the Osborne Village area. So do you feel safe walking in the Osborne Village at night? I have gone for the odd power walk at about 10 p.m., but uh, no, I I wouldn't really even walk down Osborne or Cordon late at night just because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, If I'm with a friend, that's a different story. If I'm with someone, if I have a buddy, but I'll get somebody to even walk me to my car if it's if it's too late at night, just because um, I've had, you know, bad experiences. I've had friends who've had, you know, not so great experiences with, you know 
people that are either on drugs or, um, you know, want to take your purse. So, yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. You know what? I've always said if we didn't have winter, we would be the crime spectacle <laughs> of Canada because everything gets quiet in winter and then it gets True. loud in the summer um, for obvious reasons. But I live downtown and in the last two years, my car's been broken into six times and I've lived downtown for five years. The last two have been like especially fun for the criminals. Um, and then three times this summer, I've called the police at like between midnight or 6 a.m. because there are just women loudly crying outside. So I this is the first summer that's been like an issue for me. But every time I call, I'm like, I don't know where it's coming from, but it's around here and it's crazy. Like you guys need to get here like fast. And you see that response when you look out the window? Yeah. You know what? Actually, they'll say, oh, yeah, we're going to transfer you over to an officer right now. And then like five seconds later, this guy's like clearly in a car like, hello, where, where, are, where are you hearing it? All right, we're coming down. And actually, one time there was wow. a lady I did see who was crying in my back lane and I called them. And like two minutes later, a car pulled up and was like, hey, are you OK? Like what, what's going on here? You know, and then it. That's good to hear yeah. because so often mm-hmm. we'll hear about the non-response, but more often than not, if somebody no, is they in do. distress, they're, very good they're about there it, yeah. quick. They're there quickly. Well, but- I, I think especially when when someone could clearly be in peril. We were mm-hmm. out this this past weekend and doing some eyeglass shopping on a Saturday, and they said, "Oh, uh, you missed the fun." Um, just before you came in, this guy came in and appeared to be shopping, and she said. I turned my head for a minute, and he took off with like a handful of sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with people? You wouldn't even expect that. Like, no. I the liquor store, you kind of get it, but you don't even think that. And I mean, these are just frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is this just part and parcel of? Well, you know, it's Winnipeg. I accept this because no. I'm, 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 no. I'm hearing. Okay, so then you want something else. You want a safer city, don't you? You know what? Back when. When we first moved here, we moved from Brampton, Ontario, which is not the safest of places. And I was shocked because I could leave my bike on the lawn and it would still be there when I came home after school or whatever the case may be. Uh, Back when I had Andrew Allen in um, a few months ago, he was like, is it cool if I leave my stuff in the truck? And I was like, yeah, totally safe city. But now I see how much it's changed. And it is. It's it's terrifying. Yeah, I can't leave anything in my car anymore. So you, all three of you want a safer city. I would love that. You know, and I think a big part of it, though, is that because there's not a ton being done and it sounds like the same old argument. about. So will you vote causes. in the provincial election oh, yeah. and say yes. to your politician, I want a safer neighborhood. Yes. I want a safer city. Whoever is willing to deal with the drugs, I'm down to vote for. I can't believe how big drugs are in this city. But what do you it's think insane. the answers are? I mean, because I, I don't think there's any magic. No, you can't wave a a magic wand, but it's all about treatment. It's all about getting people off the streets so they stop stealing and and doing whatever it is to grind to make that money that they need. Well, education as well. Education is very important and even education for us because a lot of people don't know or aren't aware of what's going on in the city. We need to get our community together and we need to start talking about these issues. People think I'm not a meth user. It doesn't affect me. But it does. Oh, it totally yeah. does. When your car gets broken into, Six or times. your lop- laptop gets and stolen, and that's the thing. Those and are the small crimes. So police aren't coming down, even if you have the guy on camera, because they're yeah. like, "Well, we got bigger stuff well, to deal property, with." Yeah, property crimes are getting put to the wayside because mm-hmm. they're probably getting phone calls from people like me. Like, there's people crying and freaking out outside. You know, yeah, so which is good, which I get. Right. But at the same time, yeah. chances are the person that stole this is using it to get money for drugs. And how right. can you reduce the volume of that over time? That's mm-hmm. the question. <laughs> 
Well, uh, we had the police chief on earlier who basically said, yeah, fund some programming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do the healthcare side, uh, get the detox centers going for those who are on meth, take them off the street, put them into treatment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it may not solve the problem outright, but at least mitigate it. Because right now, people are using the word crisis, and it is a crisis. And, you know, all three of you live in inner city neighborhoods, and you see it day in, day out. Yeah, I haven't haven't done too much research on it, but I was actually told recently that it's the cheapest addiction right now, Mm -hmm. which is insane. Interesting. It is one of the cheapest places in Canada. That's what I heard, yeah. The pricing is some of the lowest in the country. $5 to get high for $16? That's what I was told. I haven't researched it. For 16 hours. (laughs) 16 hours. No, it is crazy. Uh, and you know what? I bet you, though, uh, like there are lots of success stories. Like I know three people who I went to high school with who I didn't know were addicted to it, who now are totally clean and have families and are doing great and stuff like that. So you can actually rehabilitate someone. It's not like when we were in school and they went, you're going to die in seven years, you know, like and you probably could, but you could also be saved. Right. So maybe that's need, a good way to they go. They need the acts. I, I think if you you spoke to a lot of the addicts. A lot of them don't want to be living that lifestyle. For sure. Mm. They don't want to be stealing and hustling people to feed an addiction. But they say, well, when I ask for help, they tell me three more weeks yep. or three months. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I they get sucked back into the vortex. Well, you either solve this problem in the interest of those people that are enveloped in this lifestyle, or you solve this problem so you can feel safe. Mm during the day and at night and that you're not getting your stuff stolen. I know the homeless camps, like getting rid of the homeless camps was a big priority for the mayor. Uh, and I don't know if that's that. necessarily, yeah, I don't think that was the right they way to go about it. it. I think maybe it's so hard because right. Everything needs money. You can't just build a bunch of housing to put people in without money. And you know, like there are, this is Canada. There's sure. a ton of laws for creating buildings. So you can't just start putting stuff up. So it is a very difficult thing to prioritize. But I do know that there are federal funding programs available for the provincial okay. government. So, Well, what? also, oh, sorry, as far as homelessness goes, I don't know if it's the same in Winnipeg, but in Vancouver, we did a story on it. And a lot of the people out there don't want homes. That's their lifestyle and that's the way they want to be. So if that's the mm-hmm. case, it's harder to fix. Monday panel, a bit more serious this Monday around. Anybody going to Backstreet Boys? No, I was waiting for cheaper sales. I wish. Fun fact, uh, tonight's dodgeball game is at a very large deficit of female players because of the Backstreet Boys <laughs> oh, concert. Well, Understand you've got time. <laughs> Perhaps you could take a couple of friends with you. Yeah, that's funny. As long as so, I can hit people in the face, so I'm So you would go? You would go to Backstreet Boys? Oh, absolutely. I got to interview Howie D, and he is one of the nicest guys in the world. I would love to see Nick perform again. Say, he's yeah. so Magic. dreamy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's big. <laughs> we uh, way back in the day when they were like really popular, took them to Grand Forks. Nice. Ooh. Only time I wore earplugs at a concert, not for the music, <laughs> but for the screaming twelve-year-olds. Oh, oh yeah. wow! No way. Now that screaming thirty-year-olds. I never even right? thought about exactly. that. I would still scream for They're sure. They're still putting out new music. It's not all old stuff. They're good. Mm-hmm. The Monday panel <laughs> on 680 CJOB. It was all good till then. <laughs>
The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.